All right, that was a little 8-bit Boys Don't Cry by The Cure. I would say I'm sorry if I thought that you would change your mind. <laughs> dude, this is like my shit, dude. That's like dude, my... Dude, should we dust off the old uh, Utah trench coat, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> you know I had one. <laughs> uh, all right, so we got a lot to... This is the, the banter. Oh, hold on a second. You were going to fucking point at me just now. I did a preemptive strike. This is Best Friend of I'm Christopher Long. And I'm Kip, and I'm here to talk about technology and uh, maybe some MMA fighting. Hey, don't hate me because I've been talking to hot babes. Dude, La Fonda. <laughs> no, just kidding. It's Johnny. Uh, wait, oh, what's your last name? It's uh, Constantiago. <laughs> uh, so this is the, the banter portion. So we got a lot to talk about. Um, first of all, the last month has been... Um, pretty stressful for the two of us yeah um this time of the year (laughs) all of the uh talk sports radio stations turns into like it's the view for men is what it is oh dude it my wife got so fucking pissed at me she's like god damn it you've been on the phone more than jackson and i'm like well because i kept refreshing the hoops hype site for nba rumors I'm like, I'm following free agency. I got to know what's going on because it's not just your team. You're trying to go, okay, where's Kawhi going? It's your enemy's team too, Yes, and it's like, what's going on with the fucking Lakers? What's going on with the Clippers? What's going, oh my God, where's Durant signing? Where's, I mean, really, it is. It's it's, the view for men, dude. (laughs) But the part is everything, the, the dust has settled at this point. And basketball season's like, a <laughs> hundred days away. Like it's, Dude, it's like, let's be honest. It doesn't like Halloween is when, I mean, it sucks because I am actually f- for the first time since like 98. Dude. Let's be honest. Since the, John Stockton played Chris. Yeah. Back in 98. Okay. When they were like, did their championship run. That's when he hung up the we short have shorts. Fucking. <laughs> no, he gave him to Shaq. <laughs> Did you see that when Shaq put on John Stockton shorts? No. Yeah. Stockton gave him, like, because Shaq was giving him shit. And Stockton <laughs> gave him a pair of his shorts and Shaq put them on. Uh, anyway, uh, the Utah Jazz have a fucking stellar team. Dude. They got is, a good team. You know who else does? Everyone in the West. It is completely wide open right now. You know what? There are some teams like um, the Rockets have pretty much... They didn't do, dude. They haven't made any moves. Fuck those guys. And yes. once again, I want to say, if you're a Rockets fan, turn off our podcast. I don't need your downloads. <laughs> yeah, you know what? So Lou, we're on the countdown to Lou Dog Photog um, moving to Texas. Our chief brand ambassador, yes. brand brand officer, yeah, chief brand officer. Yeah, I don't. Even That's know. his official name. He. So he will be, uh, his last day at Dawn Patrol is July 19th. I have a special uh, shirt made, uh, which you are not going to see because I'm wearing it this um, Friday because uh, I'm afraid he's going to flake out and not show up next <laughs> week and I will have wasted this shirt. Uh, but you know what? Even though he's going to be, he's going to be in the Dallas area, right? Austin. No, whatever, same shit. He's, dude, of course he's moving to like the fucking hip, hippest part of uh, Texas. But he guaranteed he's going to be a Rockets fan just to piss us off. Yeah, like as much as he's a Clippers fan. Yeah. He doesn't even watch basketball. You know what? And fuck Lou. You know what? 
The, okay, the attitude that I'm going to give right now is me at 6 a.m. at Dawn Patrol when I walk in and people are like, hey, good morning, Chris. And I like flip him off and say, go fuck yourself. It's yeah, too early for that kind of shit. You, I'm sure you get told you're chipper all the time in the morning. Yeah, Kingsley calls me Mr. Grumpy Pants. <laughs> Fucking yeah. asshole. Anyway, so Lou goes out and buys Johnny... A fucking Laker Hawaiian yeah, shirt. It's a it's a real rain spooner Laker shirt. Just to piss me off. It was like a double whammy. Oh, dude! I mean, awesome. he got you a cool. Well, from your perspective, a cool gift, and he pissed me off. That's a twofer. Because <laughs> I was very thankful. It's one of the coolest presents I've ever got. So now that I'm working the room, um, so a big fuck you to O'Sheen who came up to us. Are you talking about Dr. Dream? Yeah, Dr. Dream who invents jujitsu moves in his sleep. Hey, uh, let me show Professor this new move I just thought of. I, I have seen him <laughs> I have seen him show professors moves before. Not our not our current professors, but I I do know of a certain professor that was like, Hey, check this out. O'Sheen showed it to me. I'm like, why the fuck yeah. is O'Sheen showing professors? I just made moves? it up. I thought of it last night. But you know, he shared a couple with me that I enjoy quite much. So. Well, anyway, so Sheen comes up and says, hey, <laughs> no one wanted to hear about Cobra Kai because we did a Cobra Kai segment on our last podcast. That's a half an hour I'm never going to get back in my life. Fuck you, Oshin. Yeah. You know what? You don't have to be too stupid for Cobra Kai, but apparently you can be too smart for Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because not only is Oshin on the countdown to his black belt, um, he has a PhD, he's working on his MBA. You know what? Ooh, you're so smart. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Oshin. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this podcast dumbs you down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, come down to our level. <laughs> come down to dumb town. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> uh, oh, dude. See the new ride? Oh, what? Did you see my new ride outside? Yeah, what'd you get? I got a GMC Terrain. Okay. It's the uh, Cadillac of baby SUVs. Um, hold it, the Cadillac of SUVs. I thought that was an Escalade. Oh, uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so that analogy didn't work. It's, it's a very nice car. Thank you, Mr. Kevin, for hooking that up. Kevin, he's another one. Who, he do, does he train anymore? He does every once in a while when he's not making shit ton of money. <laughs> Paying for two houses. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I guess he has an excuse. Two different area codes, dude. When you got a house in two different area codes, you're a baller. So, um, I guess that is... We got anything else? We got anything else going on? Um, Always, Chris. We always do. But let's talk about... Uh, we're going to do... Uh, Top 10. Whoa, top 10? I mean, top five. Jesus, I just came up with five. Our, our top five is going to be... You went O'Sheen and sorry. just like, we're <laughs> like going overboard. <laughs> we're going to do uh, our top five. Wife hacks. Wife hacks. And it's an experiment because we're, we're pretty confident our wives don't listen to our, the podcast and anymore. This, it's for our younger listeners too, to like maybe... Learn from our mistakes. Yeah, that's kind of what I do with... Learn from our mistakes, yeah. That's what uh, I do with my kids. So then we're going to talk about uh, the movie, Danny Boyle movie, Yesterday. Yep. And then we have recommendations, and uh, that's it. Yeah. I mean, oh, actually, so Coach Jeff was actually supposed to come in. 
He was going to do a really cool segment, too. Talking about he went to Star Wars Land or whatever they're calling it to, at Disneyland. That guy, he has a pass, right? I think so. But that, he had to make reservations. And he was like one of the first people to go in there. No, he went like a friends and family day before. Like when you saw before it on the it news. Even opened. When yeah. you saw it on the news, he was there. So he was going to come in. But I think Coach Jeff just totally flaked on us. I think he went full jugs on us. I, dude, he, he went jugs on us. Oh my God, that reminds me, Chris. Oh God, what does jugs say, dude? I don't dude, take I don't take no shit from an Chris, Aussie. Chris, Chris, I don't take okay, no shit from an Aussie. Explain to people who Jugs is first of all. Well, he's been on our show. Okay, we had a, did a whole episode on him, but he is a professor of uh, full metal jujitsu down in Australia. Okay. And yeah, it didn't work out the night that the day he, he flaked, recorded. He flaked on us. He was inter- to go drinking. He, he was entertaining his his friends that he brought down, and uh, getting drunk. And then you write this big thing and you do it under best frenemies. And I gotta like text him on the side like, "Hey, you know that's all Chris, right?" <laughs> Did you really? Dude, dude, what that, a pussy! That, You're a pussy. That hey, guy. Where are you? We need to be a united front in front of the children. Dude, that guy. I don't like. I'm staring at a dead man walking. I'm gonna play you what he sent me on Messenger from Australia. Hopefully, I can get this play. Chris, I heard what he said about me on that goddamn podcast, and I'm coming for his ass, that little fucking bitch. Talk shit about me. I'll have you, Chris. I'll have you. That was in my inbox, dude. <laughs> hey, you know what? I know he's halfway around the world, so go fuck yourself, Jugs. Come at me, bro. <laughs> hey, let me know when he's in town. <laughs> so you can leave? So I can go to Utah. <laughs> Dead man walking. You Dead. know what? He won't go to Utah. There's nothing cool. No, there's nothing cool in Utah. Um, That's the first time you ever heard that, too, by the way. No, that is. You (laughs) tried to send it to me, and I was like, dude, I can't fucking hear it. And I'm all just play it live. You know, that seems a little aggressive, Jugs. I mean, you're (laughs) supposed to be living, like, the jujitsu lifestyle, which is, like, respect and... You know, I, I don't understand where the animosity is coming. I mean, you're the one who flaked to go drinking, which is such an Aussie <laughs> thing to do. God. I think it's time to start the show. <laughs> What's up, nerds? And now, back by popular demand, it's time for the Top 5 List. All right. Thanks for that intro, Donnie Darko. Oh, yeah. This is a Top 5. Top five wife hacks. So we want to give this to people um, maybe who aren't married or are newlyweds or just our younger audience. Chris, it's like what I tell Donovan all the time. If I can just stop you guys from doing something fucking stupid that I've done or give you some knowledge maybe to have a little one up on someone, I'm going to do that. So learn from our mistakes. Yes. So, these are our uh, wife hacks. So, Johnny, I'm going to let you start. Okay, my number five. Dude. Okay, number five on the wife hack. If you're on a boys trip, never call from a crowded place. Always go back to your hotel room and say how much you missed them. Never post cool pictures, 
places, uh, plates of food, including steaks, um, or they will fucking hold it against you for like three months when you're like, when they want to go somewhere and you're like, oh, I can't really afford it right now. She's like, oh, you could fucking afford that steak from Fleming's, couldn't you? You know what's funny though with our boys trip out to Professor Danny's place? My wife, she was like, what are you guys doing tonight? I'm like, um, actually, we were playing Uno. She's like, <laughs> you guys are pussies. Even my wife, too, was like, my wife, too, was, was, uh, was she's like, you guys aren't going into the city or anything? And I'm like, it's not, we're not in, my wife pictured us in, like, downtown New York. Like, oh, dude, we were like, like we could see fucking Times Square from where we were. <laughs> we were so, like, I don't know the geography of New York, but we were, like, in the boondocks. It was, dude, we were, like, in a rad 1970s Burt Reynolds A-frame house on a frozen, what was that, a lake? Yeah, it was the bay. It was the bay. It was a, uh, what do you call that when it goes in right there? A bay? <laughs> no, it was called, <laughs> Prof Danny said something else, but that's okay. Well, he can say, he can call it whatever the fuck he wants. He can <laughs> say it's a lake, and I'll go, it's a lake. What's your number five, Chris? But what? would you agree, real quick, would you agree that you don't fucking... You don't post cool shit ever. Dude, you don't rub their nose in it. Especially when they're taking care of your kids. Yeah, yeah. All right, my number five is, so like, you know, after you get done having sex or whatever. And Whoa! You, you know, <laughs> you know, like, Chris is getting aggressive really quick. Yeah, you know, Dude, it's like, it's like having sex with me. I just ram it in, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't warm up to nothing. So you get up, you go to the bathroom, whatever, you clean yourself up, whatever. And you get into bed. And they're going to want to snuggle. So you have to do a preemptive strike and jump over to their side of the bed. Because if you're laying on your side of the bed and they roll over and lay on you, your whole night sleeps fucked because they're going to be on your side of the bed. And it's kind of hard to push them over. You might not know this about me, Johnny. I'm a high maintenance sleeper. <laughs> you know, I have my noise machine. So, so basically what you're saying, Chris, it's the reverse uh friends hug and roll you get close to them and you roll yourself away yeah so you can disengage and roll over to your side so you quickly get over to their side so when they like lay on your chest and then when you're done it's like i still have all my side over because there's nothing <laughs> and it's cool yeah because you did you did all the wreck and shop on their side i mean if you really want to get extra credit you make them sleep in the wet spot <laughs> Kristen, <laughs> hey, first of all, Chris and I, the only reason we're doing this top five is because we figured out that our wife stopped listening a long that time. Is. But wait, you were, you were setting up the audience. How, did, how does Chris go to sleep? What was, how do you set the room? You said I you're can't, very... Well, one, I, I can't be touched. Okay. Right? Like, I can't be touched. If you <laughs> fucking touch me, I can't go to sleep. I have to have my noise machine, <laughs> which I got clowned for on the boys' trip until... Your roommate ended up loving it, though. I know. Though. And they're like, hey, I actually like that. It was so relaxing. I'm like, I know, motherfuckers. <laughs> and uh, it has to be totally fucking dark. And I can't hear anything. Like, dude, super high maintenance. My wife hates me because it's just, you know, she touches me and it's like, what? what? Yeah. See, I like to go to sleep with the TV on, but I don't like the brightness. Oh. So could... So I so I'll take like you know the part that like folds over the pillow like the part the the leftover material yeah I like 
make a little blindfold with that. Like, I, like, hold it against my eyes so, like, it's dark. Because I just like to hear the TV. Can someone make a fucking TV where it has a mode where just the sound comes on? Dude, with a no picture? Dude, I'm telling you. Like, that. radio TV, you I'm know gonna, what I'm saying? I'm going to buy you a sound machine. You're going to love it. No, but I, I like to listen to Jimmy Kimmel. I like to hear, like, the opening monologue. And usually I'm out. All right, whatever. What's your number four? Couple drops of the CBD. <laughs> And then Jimmy Kimmel and I'm out, dude. <laughs> dude, song logs. Number four, pick your battles. Sometimes it's worth it to sleep on the couch if you have John Wick 1 and 2 on the DVR and your iPad is fully charged. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what? That's going to segue. <laughs> All right. You know what? I'm going to move mine. This was my number one, but I think it's appropriate for yours. Okay. So this will be my, my number four. The best advice I ever got in regards to marriage was, do you want to be happy or do you want to be right? Because the thing is, you can't be both. <laughs> yeah, and the thing for me, 99 times out of 100, I want to be happy. So it's yeah. just like, yes, dear. Yes, dear. I'm sorry. You know, you're apologizing for shit that you really didn't do. But you're like, I'm sorry. You just want to make it right. You want to be happy. But every once in a while, I want to be fucking right. And then that's when I don't talk to my wife for two to three days. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's her not talking to you. <laughs> well, no, that's it. That's it. So I pick my battle. I stand up for myself. And we don't fucking talk for three days. Okay. So that... You know, I guess that goes in line with pick your battles. Yeah. All right. What's your number three? Okay, dude, my number three. <laughs> Always only post pre-approved photos on social media because, let's be honest, you could have 13 chins in a picture, but if their highlights look good, they'll fucking <laughs> post it of you. They get, When they're looking, just so you know, if you take a picture in a restaurant, like, you know, date, hey, hashtag date night, blah, blah, blah. They're never looking at you when they look at the picture. They're looking at themselves, and if they don't look good, they're going to hand that back to the fucking waiter or waitress and make them take it again. Yeah, actually, you know what? I It finally took me a little while to figure out what Jamie, like, the pictures of herself that she likes or yeah. what she likes to avoid. So this last, um, for our anniversary, I posted, I don't know, like six photos on Instagram. And she was like, good pictures. And I was like, fucking nailed it. Dude, you want to know a secret? Nailed it. Like on their birthday and stuff, just so, so, because we're on the subject. On their birthday, you can take a pre-approved picture like on Instagram and just make it black and white. Then it's a new picture. They've already approved it. You're in the clear. That's smart, dude. Fucking genius, right? Freaking recycle. <laughs> Hey, you know what? I don't often think this about you, Johnny, but you were a fucking genius one time. We went all to a party. It was the Dawn Patrol Christmas party. I just want to throw this in. And, uh, you know, so everyone's there with their girlfriends or spouses or whatever. And so then the next day, whatever, we were training. You were like, yeah, you know, I went back with, you know, Nikki. And I was like, got the hottest chick there. That's right. And I was like, oh, motherfucker. That was so good. You always say that. They say, thank you. You say, thank you. And they say, for what? I say, dude, I got to have as a date the hottest chick in the room. 
that was fucking genius. That is good. You guys feel free to use that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So my number three. So a lot of times couples will do their um, celebrity hall pass. So they're like, hey, if you pick, uh, you know, fucking, uh, you know, Gail Gadot. If you ever meet her and have the opportunity to have sex. That is my hall pass. Oh, I know. That's why I brought it. <laughs> you can have sex with her. So don't, this is the thing. Hey, don't even fucking talk about my hall pass, all right? <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing. This is a wife hack. You never pick an A-lister for your celebrity hall pass. You know what you pick? You pick your hot neighbor that was an extra on freaking Gilmore Girls back in like 2003. <laughs> Life hack. <laughs> so you're saying there's chance. <laughs> Dude, that's genius. Thank yeah, you. We, yeah, well, I told you. Nikki, Nikki originally, one of, her, one of her celebrity passes was, uh, was M. Shadows from Avenged Sevenfold. I'm like, I'm like, whoa, 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 who? M. Shadows, that's the lead singer of Avenged Sevenfold. They're a metal band. And the guy lives in HB. I'm all, fuck that. <laughs> I so, get veto power. So she kind of used yours against me. So, Dude, that's fucking bullshit. All right. Okay, my number two wife hack would be, dude, always buy her flowers. Buy her flowers on her birthday. Buy her flowers on Valentine's Day. Buy her flowers, especially when she says, you don't need to buy me flowers. Oh, dude, that's when you fucking buy the flowers. It's a trap. No, it is. It's a fucking trap. Yeah, always buying flowers. And if you think they're a waste of money and time, what do you think they think about blowjobs? Waste of money and time? Waste of time. Waste of time. Uh, Stupid. You don't have to pay? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so my number two is, um, okay, just one time. This is like some Jedi level shit here. So this is not going to be easy. One time, don't have an orgasm and let her know, like, oh, no, I didn't finish. No, it's okay. It still felt good. It will mind fuck her. And the next time, she'll try extra hard. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that's a... Go for it. I don't know if I could do that one. I know. That's amazing. I know. It's really, it takes a lot of self-control. But, uh, or you just get some of those pills Lou keeps uh, tagging you in. Yeah, now he's telling me to invest in the company. <laughs> the ED uh, pills? Yeah, erectile dysfunction. All right, what's your number one? Ooh, my number one, and this, this, this is for the young guys. I'm just going to leave it with a sick burn. All right. The best possible thing you can ever say that they'll never bring it up again. If they're ever saying, uh, you know, I should be... I should date or be married to a rich guy. It's mainly for the married guys. If she ever says, I should have married a, a, a guy with more money, your response should always be, well, you can go ahead and marry. You can go ahead and marry that guy just as soon as my future wife graduates high school. <laughs> <laughs> they will never bring up money ever again. Uh, and you will never get laid. <laughs> <laughs> hey. But just be again, be sure that iPad's charged and John Wick 1 and 2 are on the DVR. That's all I'm saying. All right. So this is, um, I'm not, this isn't going to be a burn. This is just, if she goes away on a girl's trip, put a love note 
in her like hide it in her luggage where she's gonna find it, um, and you will reap the rewards. Dude, especially if she's with other girls. That's genius, Chris. I'm stealing that. Dude, they fucking love it. Dude. They love it. I miss you, but I want you to have a great time. I love you. You're like, the writer. What would you write in the love note? Fuck, dude. Why are you putting pressure on? Because you're the writer. <laughs> Hickory dickory dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's for another time. I didn't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? And ultimately, seriously, girls, wives, women, whatever you're they just want to be able to brag. So, like, if you have flowers sent to work. Oh, dude, always yeah, deliver. I mean, it's just, so if you send, and like, a love note hey, in the luggage. You don't you don't send them either. You show up. You do it on your fucking lunch break. On Valentine's Day, you show up to the work with the flowers. They just want to be able to brag. And they go, oh, look, at Chris left me a cute little now, blah, 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 they're, blah. They're all fucking one-uppers with each other. So. Dude, it's total one-upping, yeah. for sure. But... All right. Anyway, learn from our mistakes. <laughs> great guitar requires a great song. Yesterday, all my troubles seem so far away. Now it seems as though they're here to stay. Oh, I believe in yesterday. Suddenly I'm not half the man I used to be There's a shadow hanging over me Oh, yesterday came suddenly Why she had to go I don't know, she wouldn't say I said something wrong now I long for yesterday What the hell was that? Yesterday. When did you write that? I didn't write it. Paul McCartney wrote it. The Beatles. Who? The Beatles. The what? John, Paul, George and Ringo, the Beatles. Okay, Chris, we're going to review the movie Yesterday by one of your favorite directors and writers. Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle. Now, we talked a little bit about this on that one episode when we talked about the Beatles' yeah. secret tape, the alternate universe yes. episode. <clears throat> movie finally came out. Yes. Uh, so I went and saw it yesterday. It was kind of a battle. Ha, ha, ha. Did you yeah. see what he did there? He said the title of the movie. <laughs> Yes, I saw it yesterday. Uh, it was kind of a battle for me to get there. You were kind of nagging me. Chris, I do not want to record unless you have seen it. Because I was like, hey, we could just play it off. Like, I could pretend like I saw it. Yeah, I, we could. you could just do the you're homework. Like, no, you'll just ruin it. You you'll c- ruin it. You could just do the homework and I'll copy <laughs> off you. I'm like, fuck you, dude. I mean, essentially, that's what I said. Uh, so I finally saw it. I mean, I wanted to see it, but... I mean, Dan, getting my whole family on the same page to do anything is pulling teeth. But, anywho. I really like the film. And I don't like a lot of films. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I did like this. I was a little worried because it was a music. There has a lot of music in it. and 
See, you know what? Music like that, like Bohemian Rhapsody, I'm down with. I don't like musicals. I don't like... You wouldn't like Rock Man, then? No, I don't think I would. You totally talked me out of that. Because I don't like the I, story being broken up with like, hey, what are we going to do? And you they don't start like it fucking when they, singing. When they burst into song. Yeah, I like. hate that, dude. Even Willy Wonka? You got to give a pass to Willy Wonka and Chocolate Factory. The original, I think. The original. Like. Yeah, yeah, Gene yeah. Wilder, dude. No, that was cool. Um, so yesterday... You know, the premise is, and I came out of the film and I texted you immediately going, how are we going to talk about this film without ruining it? So, and my wife, and I said that to my wife, she's like, do you really care about spoilers? I take spoilers very seriously. Yeah, we even, remember when we had uh, Chef Apono on, he gave a spoiler on And you Cobra took it Kai. out, right? I took it out yeah. on Cobra Kai season two. Like, we... Try not to give spoilers. So the premise is you have a musician that is not going anywhere. He realizes he's done. It's like he's given it his best shot and he's playing like... pretty much played his final gig. Yes. And he's riding home. He's riding on his bike and all of a sudden all the lights go out. There's a blackout across across the globe and he gets hit by a trolley. Yeah. A bus, whatever. And... Wakes up in the hospital. Wakes up in the hospital. And the premise of the story is the Beatles never existed. He is the only one who knows that the Beatles existed. And he's a magi- m- musician. He's not a magician. He he's doesn't a musician. pull a rabbit <laughs> out of his hat. He um, So the premise is that he goes off and he... Starts recording. Yeah, all the Beatles music. So... You know, Let It Be, Hey Jude, all this stuff. And everyone... And every song he does, you're like, fuck yeah. Like, you forget how much you like Beatles songs till he starts playing one and you're like, God, dude, that's another fucking banger right there. So this is the thing about... And I talked to my wife about this. So my... I love the Beatles. Like, when I was in high school, because the Beatles were always my parents' band. Yeah. My parents, both of them remember... They watched them on the Ed Sullivan show that first Mm -hmm. time, you know, and it was such a big deal. But my parents love the, I want to hold your hand. Oh, they like 50s Beatles, not psychedelic Beatles? See, yeah, they don't like the freaking Sgt. Peppers. I mean, I think I asked them once, I'm like, do you like that? And they're like, yeah, it's okay. It's not our favorite. We like the kind of bubblegum Beatles. The 50s, the mop top, the... Yeah, and quite frankly, the I want to hold your hand... Yeah, is, is not. Yeah, it's, it's not, not my thing. It's not what I think when I. Uh, but I'm more of a White Album's Rubber Soul. So kind of Beatles. they. And it was I was, I love watching a show, and I ain't talk about it with people, and it's like having an intelligent conversation. You're like, you know what? I like this. I didn't like that. The one thing my wife and I were talking about is that I don't know in today's day and age. So say the Beatles didn't exist or any music, you know, I think the early days of rock and roll where you had, you know, I want to hold your hand and shit like that. If that came out today, I think people would be like, dude, what the fuck is this? We're not going to, we're not going to put this out. Yeah. Like, I want to hold your hand. Do you think a studio would be like, yeah, I'm going to do that. I just don't think like pop bubblegum music has longevity but then when you got into the sergeant peppers 
you know, the seventies rock and roll, like, you know, crazy that that was the same band. And it like when it was like seven years was the time span of the Beatles where they recorded all of that music and they started to go from that fucking real, I want to hold your hand to, you know, freaking strawberry fields, Lucy in the sky with diamonds, like, but Rocky raccoon. That's, that's, that's my fucking jam on the white album, dude. Uh, I like songs that tell a story. <laughs> so Eleanor Rigby. Oh, yeah, dude. Dude, that's a great one, too. Oh, I love that song. I mean, but then I love the song Yesterday. You know, I yeah. think that's great. Let it be, like, all this music. And the film, I, without ruining anything, like, without spoiling anything, I think, like, high-concept movies like this really have a potential for, like, having a real shitty ending. Yeah. I felt the ending was perfect. Like, how the whole story, yeah. it was consistent, and you could walk away from the film and be, dude, that was cool. It was, a dude, yeah, and that guy is just fucking... He writes gold because, like, didn't he do Slumdog Millionaire? And he directed Slumdog Millionaire so 28 many, Days Later. He has so many films that when you watch the film from beginning to end, you're just like, that was awesome. Dude, the thing that bummed me out is that Danny Boyle was supposed to direct a James Bond film. And he dropped out on Creative Differences. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, I was coveting that. I thought that was going to be good. And he did, you know, Train Spotting. Yeah. So, I mean, he's one of those directors that I pretty much like everything he does. Dude, uh, my friend, uh, New Wave Dave, that I got sober with, he called me up yesterday. He got rear-ended by fucking uh, Tommy from Trainspotting, the one that died of AIDS. <laughs> he's a fucking Tommy rear-ended me. <laughs> Dude, I would have... He was calling been... him by the character's name, which I thought was funny in the first place. So, fucking Tommy from Trainspotting rear-ended me. I'm all, you tell him that's impossible that he's dead from AIDS? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you died, asshole. Uh, dude, that would have been kind of cool. I would have been okay with that. I would have got out and been like, what the fuck? Oh, dude, he's hey. he's gotten rear-ended twice by celebrities. Who's the other? Fucking Bruce Willis's daughter rear-ended him, too. Tallulah or whatever the fuck her name is. <laughs> oh, hold on. There's one, uh, what, Rumor? It's not that one. It's, it's like Tallulah. Or, that's a, Yeah. So he's, he's got hit by two celebrities, dude. Um, now, what I liked about the yesterday's getting back on that, uh, without giving anything away, it's not just the Beatles that is a race. Whoa, 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 hey, you know what? Quite frankly, you need to stop right there, dude. No, 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 listen. Because I think you said, no, hold on. All I'm going to ask you, this is a segue in the question, what are you doing to our chords there, Chris? Sorry, I moved my feet. If something, if you could... If you could erase anything from the planet that we know, yes, what would you, what would you erase? Um, oh, that's easy. Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So I would be the only one that knows it. Oh, so we'd all have like pictures of you, <laughs> like 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 Hilo, like where the arms are crossed would be Chris. Yeah, it would be me, and I would fucking own the mats, and I would be. People would be like, "What is this fighting style?" I'm like, it's Chrysillian jiu-jitsu. <laughs> I invented it. I could be like the dream O'Sheen and go, I just dreamt this last night. It's called a triangle choke. No, it would be everyone on the mat fucking doing toe holds. 
Don't talk about fucking toehold asshole. <laughs> That's my jam. So, uh, so if I... So what would you get rid of? I would go and take out the patent for the iPhone. I've decided. Because... Oh, dude, you're just getting fucking greedy. Yes, Chris. Yes. <laughs> yes, I picked something that would make me a lot of money. I'm such an asshole. Really? Well, I would have all these freaking Chris Baja uh, uh, gems. Oh, but then I would hire assassins to kill bad people <laughs> with all my money. I'm stealing hey, yours from last episode. You know, you know what, asshole? I had like five people come up to me and say, that was genius. No, that was awesome. Yeah, so don't fucking mock me, asshole. I'm going to have you killed once my fucking okay, if ticket I go, comes in. If I go missing or if I'm accidentally killed or it, on purpose killed. It was Nikki. You're the first fucking suspect. <laughs> Nikki's second. You're the first. <laughs> Donovan's the third suspect. Wow, your own kid? Yeah. Yeah, that's ruthless. Uh, you know what? So I actually really completely recommend uh, Yesterday. It is worth watching. I haven't heard one person Good. see it that didn't like Todd uh, from uh, Dawn Patrol. Mr. He watched Lerner. it. He loved it. My brother-in-law, John, saw it, loved it. Yeah. My wife loved it. My kid loved it. I loved it. Like, it's a fun, good movie. Great date movie. Yeah. It's, I mean, dude, it's just an all-around good movie. I thought the acting was stellar. The uh, Kate, what's her name from SNL? I was fuck it up. Kate McKinnon. Dude. She's insane. She, she You know, and the thing is, though, I was telling my wife, so we watched her with, like, the Jerry Seinfeld Netflix show. She's the one that plays, like, uh, Ellen DeGeneres on Saturday Night Live. Like, yeah, and it, she played... Um, she's a Ghostbuster. Freaking uh, uh, Hillary Clinton yes. on SNL. Yes. Dude, that's her personality. Yeah. Like, she's just fucking crazy. And she's just weird, but she killed it. And she stole... Every scene she was in, yeah. she stole. It was great. Him and his, his roadie friend, I loved. Yeah, too. the roadie friend was good. Like it was just a really good. It's film. a fun movie. Good popcorn flick. Yes. Two thumbs up. Two best frenemies. Thumbs up. And a a very rare uh, agreeance for once. Oh fuck! And we're back. Better the box. <laughs> All right, it's time for recommendations. All right, since you took a long-ass fucking time with yours, go ahead and go first. Okay. My recommendation this week is going to be, and I don't normally watch these, ESPN 30 for 30s. Okay. But I did find one that appealed to my core. Oh, God, it's a fucking Laker one, huh? No, it's not. They did one called The Good, The Bad, and The Hungry. It's the latest episode. It's about Kobayashi oh, yeah, the- and Mr. Chestnut. <laughs> and it's it's the uh, Coney Island hot dog eating contest that's held every year on the 4th of July. Dude, I saw the science behind them eating those hot dogs. It is disgusting. Okay, first of all, let me just tell you, it took me three different times to get through it because I had to turn it off anytime my wife came downstairs. Because it's not the hot dogs that's gross. It's the fucking buns that are disgusting. Because they, they dip them. They break down like the science of it, how they do it. They take the two dogs. They break them in half so they have four little dogs. They get those down. Then they, uh, the water's got to be... I got really into it. The water's got to be like a certain temperature to absorb the bread. And then they go. And what they do is they squeeze out the water. That's why you always see it coming out of their mouth. They squeeze out the water as they're chewing 
And uh, they go crazy deep into the rivalry. And you actually feel bad for for Kobayashi. Of course, they uh, touted it out to be, you know, America versus Japan. And Joey Chestnut has brought home the mustard belt. <laughs> like, they talk about, like, the history of it and the guy that, like, put it on. He's a total showman and, like, fucking, it's hilarious, dude. And then they, they get into, like, they made, like, a whole league, a competitive eating league. It's crazy. It's mind-blowing. And uh, I feel like there's a sport I can train for because we all know there's a, <laughs> there's a fat dude that lives inside this little body, dude. You know what? I just read recently that every, on average, every American eats... 70 hot dogs a year, which I don't even fucking come close to that. Have you had a boar's head hot dog? They're pretty goddamn delicious. Um, no. No carbs in hot dogs too, right? I can eat the hot dog, but not the bun. Yeah. But I just don't really eat hot dogs. All killer, no filler. <laughs> uh, yeah. So everyone needs to check that out, though. It's it's fucking, it's disgusting but awesome at the same time. All right, I'll check it. No, I'll check it out. I'll look at it. Um, all right, so my recommendation uh, is the HBO miniseries uh, Chernobyl. Uh, Nick the Tooth was all high on this and was like, "Dude, you gotta watch it." You're not doing Nick the Tooth rights. Yeah, you gotta watch it. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta talk like this if you gotta be next tooth. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Thank you for doing that part. Hey, okay, my brother, I, my brother. Look. Here, oh, so Billy? say, Chris, watch Chernobyl. Chris, you gotta <laughs> fucking watch Chernobyl. Were you retarded? <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, just so people know, we're in a text, a, a chat group with Tooth, and all he does is come after me all day long. So. The, you know what he was it's funny because in that group he goes after you the most he'll start coming in he kind of started coming after me about <laughs> shit dude he never goes after coach jeff coach jeff but yeah no but he, coach jeff doesn't really go after any of us no either. no i think he just kind of watches the three of us like throw <laughs> feces at <Yeah>. each other <laughs> yeah uh, tooth posts all political stuff and i post dad jokes right after he posts something political oh dude well it's not even just political it's like dude it's like debbie downer yeah like the world only has 25 <laughs> years <laughs> to live and it's like fuck dude i i think i want to have a rule like tooth if you post something negative you, you gotta, gotta post <laughs> something positive like look at this water skiing bunny and yeah yeah dude the chipmunk on the water skis dude yeah <laughs> That's incredible. So he got me uh, another, yeah, Debbie Downer, uh, Chernobyl. So I remember, I mean, I was in junior high, middle school, when Chernobyl happened. And I had a cursory knowledge of it and like, wow, oh, that sucks. And, you know, like some of the the radioactive material could come across like and, miles. Con you know, and like come into our atmosphere and like blah, 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 whatever. A little freaked out, but it wasn't present. You know, we weren't. It's to this day, too, right? Well, dude, it is fucking gnarly. So my knowledge of, and so then after like you know a couple of weeks, you just I never thought about it again, and whatever, it was done. And every once in a while, there, you know, over the last 
freaking 30 years there would be a documentary about it dude this miniseries you have no fucking idea like how catastrophic i mean it was bad and to this day the russian government only says like 31 people died which other places it's gone up like no there are like 93,000 people who have died i mean maybe not immediately but like over cancer that was related to it but there were things that happened that they had to do that if they didn't it would have been like could have killed upwards of like a million people i mean it was fucking gnarly and so horrific in the first episode so there're five episodes the first episode my wife and I watched it really hard to watch because we knew more than the people in the story did at the time. Right. So we're like, get out of there. Yeah, get the fuck out. Get your kid out of there. And they're like, so the first responders, like, so you had these firemen that were just like, oh, there's a fire at the freaking plant. We got to go put it out. And there's fucking this nuclear core had blown up and it's around and they're like fucking picking up like, whoa, what is this? And you're like, but then they showed one of the guys that we were following. I mean, I imagine it was pretty historically accurate that what happened to him was like a fucking horror movie. Like just started melting away. Oh dude. It was fucking horrific. But, uh, anyway, I highly recommend it. My kid's out there. Your son fucking, is dancing, dude. Dude, he's out there. He's doing the whoa right dude, now out the window. Dude, he's a fucking 14 and he's a little dick. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? What you do when you're 14? Dude, I'm trying to record a podcast. <laughs> I'm trying to record a podcast. My kid's out here stepping. I'm talking about something serious. He's, Chernobyl. Yeah, and, and he's my throwing kid's out up there. the whoa behind your head right now, dude, dude. He's fucking with my game, dude. <laughs> you don't want a life hack? We were, dude, life hack, life hack. Get a vasectomy. <laughs> Before you have kids, all right. <laughs> all right. Well, let me. Uh, <laughs> I'm just I've, kidding. Hey, I you love know what? Kid. I've heard nothing good things about Chernobyl, and I, it's Dude, one it of those things where it's your brother, Billy. Yeah. If he hasn't watched it, he'll fucking love it. Yeah, I know. He was all harping on us. Got to watch Don Wall. Got to. Yeah, was... no, he'll love Chernobyl. It was really good. Okay, so the song I'm going to take us out with. Uh, this just popped up on my feed one day, and I listened to it. Kind of cool story. Kind of nerdy. Uh, it's uh, a group called Speculation with a S-P-E-K-U-L-A-T-I-O-N. And it's, um, it's basically an all-star, all-star group of, uh, instrumentalists, hip-hop instrumentalists from Seattle. But the guy that put it all together, um, he wrote it like... It's the soundtrack to his favorite comic book movie that's never been made. That's like the whole... So it's a... You had me a favorite comic book. Yeah, so it's a concept album. And this is actually part two to the concept album. So like, you know, it's it's it follows a theme. And like he, like, writes, like the song's all... So I just actually realized something about you right now. You're really into music. No! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, Chris. You're... And you kind of like comic books, don't you? What? <laughs> All right, so this is uh, Speculation. You can get it on iTunes and everywhere else. And this is on the album that was just released called The Crossover Event Volume 2. 
And it's the best way to describe them is now, Chris, you're not going to understand this, but people listening will. It's like the meters meets DJ Shadow, and it's it's got a cool. I know. Just no <laughs> fucking idea so, what you just said, yeah. dude. So, but some dope ass music, some some head bobbing music, and right now, if you're at the gym, Chris, listen. I to will this. be turning this, this off right, right off. now. Whatever. I'm on the I'm on the stepper right now, and I'm gonna go next. And this track is called Easy Money by Speculation. Thanks for listening, you guys. <laughs> 